money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. It is the end of May. It's spring is sprung. <laughs> There's absolutely no chance we're going to get any more snow. <laughs> I've said it out loud. I've said it out loud. Yes. So we've been doing a whole series the last month on spring cleaning and cleaning out your closets in a financial sense and a whole bunch of other sense. And we are going to continue with that theme today. We have a very special guest, which I'm very excited to have her speak to us. So we're, I'm going to really be quiet here right off. If you want to get to the verse, I know you want to get to the verse, but I, I want to frame this a little bit because we've been talking about spring cleaning and part of spring cleaning is change. Yes. So I don't want to miss the assumption here that in all of the discussions we've had the last number of weeks, you know you have to change. Yes. Okay. But but it's opening the window and actually seeing that you might need change or bringing a fresh idea or fresh outlook. And that's mm -hmm. just some, you know, spoilers for what we're going to talk about this morning a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but well, I'm not spoiling it because no, that's what we've been talking know, the last couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> yes. But um, the verses that we're going to read today actually... Um, Dave will be very happy that have to do with um, talents or money. It's the traditional one we often pull out of the hat. And the reason I'm reading it, um, you'll hear in a few minutes, is because our special guest has written a book. And these are the words of Jesus that have inspired the book. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to read the message version of this story to you this morning. The Parable of the Talents. God's kingdom. It's also like a man going off on an extended trip. He called his servants together and delegated responsibilities. To one he gave $5,000, to another 2000 to a third one uh, 1000 depending on their abilities. Then he left. Right off, the first servant went to work and doubled his master's investment. The second did the same. But the man with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully buried his master's money. After a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and settled up with them. The one given $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment. His master commended him, Good work, you did your job well. From now on, be my partner. The servant with the 2000 showed how he also had doubled his master's investment. His master commended him, Good work, you did your job well. From now on, be my partner. The servant given 1,000 said, Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways, that you demand the best and make no allowances for error. I was afraid I might disappoint you, so I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Here it is, safe and sound down to the last cent. The master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done would have been to invest the sum with the bankers, where at least I would have gotten a little interest. Take the thousand and give it to the one who risked the most. 
and get rid of this play it safe who won't go out on a limb. Throw him out into utter darkness. Wow, that's from uh, Matthew 25, 14 to 30, and the message version. And man, when you read it like that, that's... I, I love reading. Always it always gives you a little different context. It, it eh? does. Yeah. So yeah. we've made it. We've just made a little change. What's and that? And I'd like to highlight that for our show today. What? So we we didn't actually do our intro. So people have no idea what show they're listening to, <laughs> how to get it. So, but we we made the change. We did that so that you, the listener, could see that change can happen. Even if it's just a little tweak. So okay, this is this a show is where we talk about the I hard know, issues of Bitwani. Yes. Reb, you've just read the great yes, verses from Matthew. We've got an incredible guest here. The show itself, if you need to hear the archive shows uh, on iTunes, you can get it on chri.ca, morethanenough.ca. Download the podcast, Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb from iTunes. And we've got some sponsors of the show today. That's a little change that we've had where we, we just have some friends of more than enough said, how can we help spread this show across the country or in other places? And we said, well, we don't know, but if you want to help, you can help sponsor a show. And so we've got some friends of more than enough that have sponsored this show specifically. And we have Natalie Rowe in the studio with us. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you so much, David and Rebecca. It is such a pleasure to be here. <laughs> see, we, I know, we I can so, change. You I know, just see, we just did so that backwards. No, I know, but I was so excited because of the show that I started talking about scripture right away. And, you it, know. it felt a little weird, but you know what? It feels good. So, I mean, sometimes change feels a little weird. But it can feel good. And Natalie, we've got you on the show. You are a coach with More Than Enough. So you're one of our coaches and you are in the freedom, the hope and freedom space in our in our coaching cadre of, of helping people get free financially. You've also just written a new book. So you're a published author. And ooh, I mean, I'm in with a published author. So that's pretty cool. So um what else can I say about you, Natalie? Maybe I'll let you introduce yourself. Another little change. <laughs> Thank you, David. Well, um, it's it's really great to be here. And I think we have similar passions. Um, as at More Than Enough, you're about unleashing people mm -hmm. to freedom. And I have a passion to unleash people into their purpose, and especially right. in the area of career. Because oftentimes people are so uncertain. There's so much doubt. There's so much fear. We just read that in the passage. Mm -hmm. I have this talent, but I don't know. If I do something, what's going to happen? I don't want to make a mistake. And so you see that everywhere. And so having um, a couple years ago, I did a message on the, the parable of the talents. Mm -hmm. And it was just amazing how it gripped my mind. And uh, as I was sharing with Rebecca, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And then it occurred to me one day, then maybe you should just write it out of your mind. Right. <laughs> and so that really was the inspiration for the book. That is, and, and so the book is the entitled Set. Perce uh, Reb, you have it in front of you. Proceed I'm not going to. Proceed and succeed in your career. Now, it's S dot E dot T dot which and, makes set, but each of those letters represents something. And that's so. why I wasn't going to say what set set for, because, <laughs> because I, thought, I, could, I could say the title of the book, but I, we have to tell it, say what set is. So, so. so this, this is a book that you've written about career and career change and looking at your life and career options differently. Um, but what does that S-E-T, that set, um, stand for? 
set S is for self-awareness because oftentimes um, many people feel very fearful and doubtful. Why am I here? Especially young people, but it also happens um, a lot in the professional world. There's so many studies that have shown that the level of disengagement in the workplace is so high, up to 85%. Wow. In other words, people are really showing up because they need the paycheck, not because they're inspired, not because they feel that this is what I ought to be doing and not because what they're doing and makes them come alive. Mm-hmm. So they're showing up. And so self-awareness, it's meant, the very nature of the book is meant to inspire confidence. Mm-hmm. So you can know why you're here. God sent us here. And what one of my favorite phrases is that he gave us startup capital. Mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> <laughs> just like each of the servants, he gave them something. It was not the same amount. Mm-hmm. They each received differently, but each person had something. So we have a talent. So the question is then what is it it's written in our dna yes in other words s is for self-awareness awesome. so we become very mindful what are those things that i'm good at what do people see i'm good at you know what inspires me what makes me come alive what what gets me animated so self-awareness then e is for environment awareness because every gift and talent is meant to meet a need around us. Mm. So if we look around us, we can see where the needs intersect with our interests and our talents. And that's where we should really fish for a career. Mm. And then ultimately, our gifts and talents, they're like diamonds in the rough. Mm-hmm. They need to be polished and trained and made ready for the marketplace. So that is the acronym, self-awareness, environment awareness, training your talents and personality. These are, it's really pretty much almost like a sort of a, a blueprint or clues mm-hmm. in which you can really go for alignment in your, in, in your life and enjoy career satisfaction and progress. And, and I've heard some, some stats. The first stat that I'll quote right off says that we make up stats like 99% of us make up <laughs> stats right on the spot. So I'm, I'm doing that right now. But I have heard that, uh, you know, that 85% of people that are not happy in their work. Yes. But the other stat that I've heard is, is that people, when they are, um, when they find, it's like only 1% of people that we look at actually find satisfaction in what they're doing. Uh, and we spend 99% of our time at work. So there's a whole bunch of wow. stats I just made up. But, <laughs> but some, I mean, we know, we see those big, we spend a, a significant amount of time yes. doing and thinking work. Yes. And essentially serving the paycheck as you, you yes. know, as you saying, hey, we have to, and, and I say serving the paycheck, it's nice to get paid and pay the bills. We have bills. Get all yeah. the stuff. So that's good. But then realizing that if I only enjoy myself 1% of the time, there's something wrong with that equation. And, and again, I made up those stats. There's my disclaimer, but they are those opposite ends of the spectrum. The amount of time that we spend at work does not correlate with the amount of time that we actually feel empowered and engaged and, and alive. Exactly. So 99% of the time that I'm at work, I feel dead. Okay, we have to change that. <laughs> we We're talking about change. Something's got to open the window and let us out. Right? Absolutely. So why do you think that is? Why do you think people are not doing what they're wired to do? I think um, sometimes it's just not knowing, mm-hmm. uh, not being... Uh, having the confidence in knowing that it's really not a lottery. <laughs> you know, God has 
placed us here and he's put something in us and we can be confident in that and be confident that we can find that something. And so it's really a situation where we don't necessarily listen to the, the, the clues within ourselves, what makes us come alive. We don't pay attention to that because we are practical people. We need a paycheck. We have bills. So we go, we tend to just go for what will pay the bills or we go for what everybody else is doing or we, we choose a career based on income security that may be very much unrelated to what inspires us and what drives us because, you know, the, the, the world in which we live, it's very much driven and by money and, and status and what money can bring. So I think that's a key factor where we don't listen to those inner drive, but we, we tend to just go after income security and then we get misaligned. And when we're misaligned, we feel pain really because we're dissatisfied. We know something is wrong. We're really not sure what it is. And we're not as creative as we could be. We're not as productive as we could be because when people find that passion, you come alive and you would do it for nothing. It's like you can't even believe you're getting paid to do it because there's so much joy coming from that. Do you, do you think some of that you mentioned in your book, which I love, um, and I'll just say that right here, although we're talking about career, um, if you read Natalie's book, I find it very applicable just to life in general and perspective because you talk a lot about your mindset. And yes. and one of the things at the beginning, and, and this book is really practical. There's practical exercises to do. It's um, And it's a bit of a man book. I, yeah, I call it, it a man book because it's less than 200 pages, <laughs> yes. right? The, the, the writing is like fairly that. big. There's <laughs> lots of space and, and little, highlighted little highlight points stuff. So of, it's a man yeah, book. You it can, is, you you can, make your way through in you, you know an hour or two. Wow. Well, well, well you, I don't David. think an hour or two because you have to process some of the exercises. No, no, that's the way a woman reads the book. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. A man book is this, I can read through it and go, okay, those are good point, good point, good point. And I might go back to it. For sure, I might go back to it. But a man, if, if I can't make it through the first time in a couple hours, I don't know okay, if I'm making so, it through. But saying that, even if you're happy in your career or you might know someone who's not or even just – you know, your mindset, and we'll go back to the obstacle piece that you talk about, that yes. how do we view obstacles? And, I mean, Dave and I have, you know, are in different kinds of seasons in our life over the or since our marriage or since our life began. We all have obstacles. When you're a little kid trying to walk, you know, yes. on a gravel road, you have to... You have to learn to pick up your feet a little bit better than you do in your living room. And that's something simple and little and maybe silly sounding. But really, in our life, in our career choices, in our life choices, obstacles arise. And how do we perceive those? Do they? And you say in your book, how, what's your mindset? So can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I think um, we tend to naturally have a negative view of obstacles. But one of the things that came to me as I was writing this book really is why are we here ultimately god wants to shape the character of christ in us mm -hmm. it's about character shaping and that does not happen in ease no. <laughs> if you think back at the times when you learned the most and you developed the most you were in the gym of life mm -hmm. you were going through really tough times and so because we naturally don't like tough times, when we see an obstacle, we shy away from it. But we have to look further than the, the price and we have to think about what is the value will I, what value will I get if I press through this thing? Mm -hmm. So one of the things I've been trying to retrain my mind is to say, really, an, an obstacle is really a store of worth. If I work through this obstacle, I will build character. I will build discipline. I will build endurance. I will acquire knowledge. And then I will be of more value to those 
those are those around me in terms of the the, the value I can bring to others. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that we have we're aware of how we view obstacles because our willing and, and another thing about obstacles I think is that it really is uh asking us the question, how badly do you want this? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. And the strength and the character you build in in getting over that obstacle is the very strength and character you will need to carry that thing mm-hmm. when you do acquire it. And so one of the things I mentioned is to to abort that process of character building is really to abort your ability to carry the weight of the blessing or the responsibility that you're after. So we really have to be aware of, as to how we view obstacles and see the value within them. It's not pleasant, but there's value. Do you want that value? So, okay, so I'm the guy in a conversation with two ladies, but what's going through my mind is childbirth. I mean, think and about I was none thinking of, of a sport analogy. <laughs> okay, so, so but like, I get mine first. So because I'm thinking none of us would be here if our <laughs> mothers had not gone through the travail yes. of childbirth True. to get us yeah. here and to say, you know what, that. I mean, again, I am speaking way out of the context of my own experience, (laughs) but going, there's no way that any of us would even exist if there wasn't some, some real serious pain. I mean, there's nine months where, where all of our moms went through all of the stuff that moms (laughs) go through. And then there's the delivery. And I have seen five times the (laughs) euphoria that comes afterwards where you're going and i have seen 21 years of us enjoying our children and and going you know what those nine months were difficult they were tough they were tough on rebecca they were tough on me i mean they were tougher on rebecca yes i know but they were tough but now we have beautiful children who are we wouldn't trade for anything and we're going well worth it and and this is in a sense we can apply that same to to your book but that's what your book's speaking to is saying yep we have to just in the same way that you ladies go okay i'm pregnant now I got to make my way through because in the end, there is something that is way worth way more. It's worth it. Just as Jesus said, for the joy of the cross, he and en- he endured the cross because of the joy that was mm-hmm. set be- before him. And so we've got to look beyond whatever the obstacle we're facing and v- place more value on that outcome or the that is before us and then say you know what this is tough but i'll pay the price because when i do this when i get the the required putting the required work look at what i can have and Mm -hmm. that's fulfillment and that will be a blessing and i think that that's such a key point you make natalie that you know using my analogy of well we know that there's a child that's at the end of that nine months and and we don't know what the child looks like we don't know how you know all of those things are unknown but what we do know is is that getting there um, will be worth it. We have a clear vision of, of what that is. Again, clear vision of what a child looks like, but have no idea what raising a child is all about. <laughs> but but I want to add another piece into that because so we have the obstacles. So we have people who aren't tackling their gifting, right? Mm-hmm. And that's who you're speaking to. Like we're born with a purpose 
and and at more than enough we talk about purpose yes which is kind of aligned with what you're saying you know we're all born with mm -hmm. with purposes and we're god's workmanship and he's created us for this time and place in this season and what do we have to offer and you mentioned in in your book too that and i love the way you do it because it's really not churchy it's not religious language but you say you know our purpose is to bring heaven on earth mm -hmm. you know that and we are to bring heaven on earth in our jobs our careers our families that that's just a big purpose we have but there's risk involved and i think you know what it, what keeps listeners you know i can just hear them in my head yeah that's fine for you but i gotta pay my bills and whatever mm -hmm. but but you know here we face the obstacles but then risking risking not knowing what's coming at the end of the nine months exactly. you know it, it is a bit of a risk and how do you how do you how how does your how can you natalie this morning encourage people with that risk taking we're here and it is a part of life we've got to do something we we start with knowing that we're here for a purpose and we have been empowered by god to fulfill that purpose therefore we've got to try something i believe that it's not just about a destination it's also about the journey the lessons mm -hmm. in the journey the development in the in the journey the self-discovery in the journey knowing who you are there's some talents and gifts gifts that will never be uncovered. You'll never know until you step out to try something. Mm -hmm. And you may say, oh, you know, I, I never thought I would enjoy um, working with kids until I decided to volunteer with a friend. And my goodness, I just came alive. Therefore, I think, you know, this is something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So risk taking is necessary because we need to move from where we are we need to, we need to evolve we need to grow and in doing that we have to learn so I, so some people will ask me well what if i make a mistake what if i choose the the wrong area i'm like that's fine god will wrap it all in together because now at least you know what is not for you <laughs> so you're you're now further ahead that's than right. if you had just stood still and done nothing yes. so risk is a part of life and we use wisdom in taking those risks we're not going to be rash we're not going to be um impulsive but there's enough opportunities there for us to do something and to discover what mm -hmm. that is because i think it's a it's really a treasure hunt Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and taking we, one step, you're not you're not just quitting your job today and becoming a doc, and, and you're doctoring tomorrow in the ER. Like mm -hmm. you, you, there's no, a process a and process. a journey, yeah. which which is what you said already that exactly. you're facing the obstacles, and if you can see them as steps to growth, right. as opposed to negative hindrances, then. Uh, yeah. And then we talked about as well, um, if you're in a situation where you're really not uh, inspired in your in the work that you're doing, but you have bills, you have to be mm -hmm. practical. Well, you know what? That's fine. Keep doing that. But then if you feel that, you know what? This is what makes me come alive. Is there a way that you can begin to give some attention to developing that gift mm -hmm. on the side mm -hmm. and see where it takes you? Because that's what I do. I have a full time job, but I have this passion for empowering people and unleashing their potential so what i do is i i do in whatever way on the side what i'm doing and who knows where it's taking me it's a discovery mm -hmm. who thought i'd be on C chri <laughs> and, and in our office i mean you came to us as when we were looking for coaches and exactly. and natalie is one of the coaches that walks through every month with yeah. people meets with people talks with them about their finances and you bring that empowering that we long to into people's lives exactly. and and I, I think that 
that's why um, we were talking about how does this book really have to do with financial fitness? Well, it's actually about career and purpose and and options and ideas and potential. And, and, and recognizing that, you know, part of the way, even that parable at the beginning when we were talking about Matthew, these guys went to work, right? They, they did they, something. They, they took the, 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 the talent, and, and that could have been, again, in the context we often say that it's money, but it could have been, I mean, they took all of their talents because they didn't just invest it with the banker, as we find out. They right. used that money to generate more, more money. money. And so, you know, in a, in a lot of ways – when we're, whether we're talking about career, whether we're talking about if you are empowered and happy and creative and, and being in the place where you are, where you spend a vast majority of your day and life and life, <laughs> yes. then guess what? Um, that's a good thing. And that is going to pay off in terms of, of financially. And we, again, you may not be the next millionaire in the, the top 10. That's fine, but you will be doing the thing that brings you life. And as we say so often, you know, hey, money is just a tool to get you where you think God wants you to be. It's just Absolutely. one of the, the exchanges that we do. So if I can be empowered in my career and doing and being what God's created me to be, and I get paid for it. <laughs> it's a bonus. <laughs> and again, I think as well, when we're aligned, I think sometimes when we look at the issues of debt, it's as you know, it's really the heart issues. And sometimes the financial spending is really to fill a, a, a gap, mm -hmm. a hole somewhere. And maybe if we're really aligned in doing what we what our purpose is, then we would find that our spending patterns and habits and, and appetites are different and yeah. more, you know, more aligned to something that will make us more in charge and free rather rather than being in debt. So there's that link so as well. That's a whole different show. <laughs> we got know. we got a few <laughs> minutes left, but I mean, we're going to end with that thought that you know, absolutely, we spend more money on stuff that we don't need to fill a hole inside of us because we are not alive. We're trying to feel something. And the reality, and, and this and is what, not aligned with our purpose. And this was, is what Natalie's yeah, book is yeah, all about: is, is saying, "Let's yeah. look at that career. Let's look at that part of our life, and just say, if that's not bringing me life, then maybe we start, or we we start, we initiate that change in that exactly. part of our life, and get paid for it, and get paid for it, and get paid <laughs> yeah, for that it." Would be so, nice. Anyway, um, can I mention what we want to do? Absolutely. So, I mean, I guess our homework. We like to give homework. Our homework is go get Natalie's book <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna help with yeah, that and we're gonna help with that so we're having a giveaway so today is friday so all weekend if you go on even as i speak our daughter mercedes should be posting this uh on uh social media on twitter and uh facebook if you go on and share and like and share the link that we have um for this show and you share and like it um then we are going to put your name in a draw to win one of three of Natalie's books. And uh, we want to do that to you. So if you do that all weekend, so today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're going to draw uh, the, the so winners. You got three days so you got three days for a chance of three books. That's right. I mean, I guess... 
I don't know if you share and like it more than once, you get your name in the draw more than once, but you know, I don't know if you want to clog your feed with that, but any, or retweet it, whatever. Um, we would love to see this book in your hands, not just for career choices, not just for you personally, but for your children or your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I am personally making my daughter hope read this as part of her civics and careers course. And then we're going to have a sit with Natalie. I hope she. And if you know somebody <laughs> that is going through a career, then, and you don't win the book, then go to more than enough.ca, call the office 613-520-4157 and say, I want a copy of Natalie's and book. And it's on Amazon. It's, it's on, on Amazon. Amazon. And we're going to have a link on the show notes uh, today on CHRI as well. So, you so can there is there. no excuse that you cannot get your hands on a copy. If you don't win it, then you can certainly get your hands on a copy of it. And as I said at the beginning of the show, um, it's a man book. So even yeah. if you're a guy and you're like, ah, I hate reading books, read this book because you probably hate your job. So, so anyway, it's called Set, S-E-T, Proceed and Succeed in Your Career by Natalie Rowe. And she's a certified human resources professional on top of all of those other things we mentioned today. So thank you, Natalie. <laughs> thank you, David. Thank you, Rebecca. Oh and be encouraged, audience. Mm. God is with you. And let's pray. Lord, we just uh, take a moment to give you glory and honor and to acknowledge that you have created each and every listener unique and, and, and incredible in your eyes. And you've got a purpose for them to impact the world around them. And so we just say yes and amen. And we want to bless that as people step out of their comfort zone and move into your perfect love. Amen. Amen. That's a wrap. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.